0: Hello and welcome to the Inherited Wellness Podcast, a conversation of medicine, family history, and finding health and wellness by going back to our roots. I'm your host, Michael Smith, a naturopathic medical student, scientist, and family historian. Thank you for joining me today. Today's conversation is going to be about black boxes, now, I don't know how often you interface with black boxes, but I know that I don't think about them or talk about them very often. There are two main like definitions or, or ways to talk about black boxes that I would want to first highlight that both relate to the main subject of today. The first black box definition is what I hear about occasionally on the news when they share the unfortunate accident of when an airliner crashes. The investigators want to find out what happened. Was it the pilot's fault? Was it the airplane's fault? Was there some bad conditions in flying? What was going on? And what they do is they look for the black box, and really that's kind of a misnomer because the black box is really a flight recorder, a flight data recorder. There's also the cockpit data recorder as well. These recorders, they take the pulse of the airplane as it's flying multiple times per second, measuring the speed, the engines, and lots of other data points. The cockpit data recorder records what the pilots were talking about in the cockpit and how that might give insight into why an airplane crashed. The second type of black box is more a science engineering term where there is a literal system that is a black box, there's an input and there's an output to that system, But we don't really know what goes on in that system. One example of this stands out from my 7th grade science class. It was a general science class, and the teacher had a black box. He weighed that, and he weighed, I believe it was a certain volume of water. He poured the water into the black box, and then measured the weight of the box after the reaction had taken place. I say reaction because I think that's what happened. The weight of the box after did not equal the sum of the blocks plus the water initially. So I don't know what happened. I still don't know to this day. And I've been wanting to ask my seventh grade science teacher what really went on in that black box. But I believe there was some kind of chemical reaction that made it so that there was some volume loss or vapor or something such that when the box was weighed at the end it was lighter than the it was was initially so that's an example of a black box i believe that there is a black box in medicine a system that fits both of these definitions something that records information like the flight data recorder black box but also the black box system where there's an input and there's an output but we really sometimes don't know what goes on in between and i propose that that black box is medical records now when i talk about medical records what am i talking about Medical records include everything related to the health care of a patient documented by physicians, nurses. It includes lab work, radiology results, surgery reports, and so many other things related to a person's health care. also includes mental health care notes and other things like that. Now, why are medical records like a black box? In the flight data recorder example, we could compare an airplane flight to, to someone's healthcare journey going to see doctors. And the medical records are like this flight data recorder that continually records what is going on during that flight or during the patient's healthcare experience. Whether it's with one doctor, whether it's with multiple, whether it's across healthcare organizations, whatever it may be, these medical records are recording what is going on during the these visits. Medical records are also like the second definition of the black box system in that patients see what is going into it in that they, when they visit their doctor, they see them asking questions, listening, thinking, but ultimately they're oftentimes writing in their computer what is going on, what the patient is saying, what they observe the findings from their physical exams and so forth, that's the input. The output is the health care the patient receives, whether that's a pharmaceutical prescription, whether that's diet or lifestyle recommendations, whether that's a referral to another provider or for imaging or for other things. The patient receives the healthcare care as an output and they know it's documented, but how medical records fit in to their healthcare is kind of sometimes a mystery for patients. I have several unique perspectives on medical records. First of all and foremost, as a patient, I've grown up seeing a lot of doctors for some health conditions that I've been dealing with. It is now the end of June, which has been Scoliosis Awareness Month. And several weeks back on my In my Inherited Wellness newsletter, I shared a post about how I have scoliosis, and it has been getting worse over the past 20 years, and while it's not debilitating, it certainly is not comfortable at times, and I'm experiencing back pain and so forth. So I've been through a lot of doctors' surgeries and and other things like that, and just recently, was able to get a digital copy of all of my medical records. And it's been so fascinating for me to go back in and see what the doctors wrote about my visits, about my surgeries, to see the radiology reports and see what my scoliosis curve angles were at different points in the past 20 years or so. And I've been able to, to process and track all of it because I have access to my medical records. Another perspective I have is several years ago, I worked at a small histopathology laboratory company, and we were working on processing biopsy samples for patients generating pathology reports and sending them out to the providers who were ordering and performing these biopsies and then ultimately these reports would go to the patients and it was during that time that i was able to be involved from the like kind of the technology side and the laboratory side of creating medical records And getting a sense of how that works from a company's perspective of dealing with HIPAA regulations and record retention and interfacing with patients and so many other things. Another perspective I have comes from my current role as a naturopathic medical student. Now, I'm not a physician, so I can't work by myself. I can't prescribe or diagnose or anything like that because I'm not licensed. But I have the opportunity in my school's teaching clinics to interface with patients and, under the supervision of an attending physician, ask questions to patients, perform physical exams, and document all of these findings in our electronic medical record system. I've been learning about medical records and how to create them And now I have the opportunity to create them on a fairly regular basis for patients. I'm still learning and I'm not perfect, but it's been a very eye-opening and enlightening experience to learn about the provider side of creating medical records. The last perspective that I have comes from my hobby and passion as a family historian and amateur genealogist. For many years, I have been working on documenting my family history in one form or fashion. And I am really passionate about learning not only about my ancestors, but also documenting my own life, keeping a journal, keeping a scrapbook, so to speak, preserving special documents that highlight accomplishments in my life. And although I haven't gotten to it yet, ultimately writing them down in an autobiography, as I have been a patient interfacing with the healthcare system, experiencing healthcare challenges myself, I've come to see the value that medical records have in a family history context as well. We often think of family history and genealogy records as being birth certificates and death certificates, marriage certificates, There's obituaries and census records and so many things that help show the story of someone's life and their experiences in it. But I believe that medical records are also often underlooked as a source of family history and genealogy information. Our life story, in many ways, is defined by medical or health care-related events. Our lives are bookended by birth and death. We often get sick in the middle, sometimes requiring surgery, sometimes experiencing communicable diseases. The pandemics throughout history illustrate that. As these events are documented in healthcare records, we can tap them for our personal and family history value as we create our family story. So it's with all these unique perspectives that I am approaching medical records. I believe that they offer a valuable source of information for ourselves and for those that we love. And I am passionate about helping others understand their medical records, understand what they are, how to access them, how to find patterns in them, how to understand, even if it's just a little bit, the medical jargon. So, that individuals like you listening today can tap your medical records for the value that they have in your life and your personal history. To that end, I have been sharing a 12 part mini series through my weekly inherited wellness email newsletter, in which I have been sharing and will continue to share tidbits of information about medical records. The past two weeks, I have been sharing about the why of medical records. Why do doctors create medical records? And why should I, as a patient, care about them myself? And we'll venture in future weeks to talk about privacy and protection of healthcare records. How to access medical records. What forms you need to fill out. What the procedures are. I'll dive into talking about the structure of medical records. Indeed, there is a way that doctors formulate their medical records in a standardized way so that when they pass it off to somebody else, the other provider knows what sections to look for or what, how to read that. So there's some common structure and language behind the medical records. And so many other things related to that. I want to invite you to join in on receiving that in your email inbox I believe it's valuable and i believe that you will find it valuable as well you can find more information about this at the newsletter blog website which is inherited wellness one word dot substack that's inherited wellness substack dot com and there you can not only sign up to receive the newsletter in your inbox and be the first to hear about them but you can also go back and read past posts that I've made. So it's it's all there, kind of like a blog, but it's delivered to your inbox on a weekly basis. So we've talked about what black boxes are and how medical records are themselves kind of a black box in medicine. And now I want to dive in a little bit more into why we have medical records in the first place, why they matter to doctors and why they matter to you. So first, why do doctors create medical records? First of all, I think it's a a way of a brain assistant, so to speak. Between the time that you see a doctor and the time that you see them next, it might be two weeks, four weeks, three months, depending on the type of doctor. And between... That space of time when you saw the doctor and you see them again, that doctor will have seen dozens, if not hundreds, of patients. And I don't know about you, but it's not always easy to keep track of details about hundreds of people in your head, always fresh at the same time, and be able to remember something as if it was yesterday. So, doctors record what goes on during medical visits. And when I say doctors, I include all healthcare practitioners so that they can remember what goes on during the appointments. It allows them to pick up where they left off last time with you and your care and know what the next steps are, know what questions to ask, know how to follow up and be able to continue that care that they are dedicated to providing to you. I alluded to this earlier earlier. But medical records also allow for communication between providers. Medicine does not happen effectively in a silo. Providers of all types rely on each other in a interconnected network. And oftentimes medical records are needed to communicate information about a patient and their health between providers. Because we move around a lot. Sometimes there's a referral that needs to happen and records allow for that continuation of care between providers and across the healthcare system. There's a saying also that goes, if it isn't written down, it didn't happen. Doctors create records so that they can remember what's happened. And I've kind of talked about that earlier. But it's also important from a doctor's standpoint to record that in the event that there's a situation where malpractice might be brought up. The records allow for the doctor to be protected and also the patient to be protected as well. And lastly, but not leastly, records allow doctors to get paid. Much of the healthcare system, at least in the United States, is built off of insurance companies. And there are some, including in the naturopathic medical profession, that use cash-based systems. However, that's not possible for many, and doctors will get paid through insurance companies. So records are sent to the insurance companies saying, we did this procedure, we did this visit, these are the codes, and we would like to get paid this much money. And then the insurance companies will respond and pay that much money or less, sometimes more, but rarely. And so doctors are able to get paid because of these records. That's from the doctor's side. Let's talk about the patient side, which is really the side that I think that we care about the most as individuals. Why do we care about medical records ourselves? Number one is what I talked about earlier. Our healthcare story is an important part of our life story. And the more we know about our health and the more details we're able to encompass in that, the more we're able to better understand who we are as an individual the journey that we've been on in our lives, we're complex individuals, and we're each trying to make a difference in the world in our own unique way. I believe that medical records can, in many ways, teach us things about ourselves that maybe we didn't previously know. Medical records also provide a source for us to understand patterns within our health, and also patterns within our family's health if we're looking at medical records from multiple individuals across a family or across generations. One example of this is how I've been able to track the curves of my scoliosis and how it's progressed over the past 20 years. I've gone back through radiology reports where the x-ray images are read by a radiologist and then they type up a report about what they see and and their interpretation of that image and they sometimes will, will take the ruler and measure out things and in my case with scoliosis what they measure is those curves um, in the back and as I've been able to go back through I've been able to see this pattern of worsening curve Now, that's musculoskeletal related. For others, that pattern might be a progression of blood sugar levels. For those who are diabetic, it might be a pattern of having migraines after eating certain foods or after certain triggers. Those patterns give insight into our medical care and help us better understand what is going on within us in our bodies. The more we know about our medical records, we're also able to speak with our doctors, I think, more effectively. We're able to better understand what happened in the past so that we can discuss the present and also plan for and prepare for work toward the future the best that we can with our doctors. One other reason why records are important is record retention. No, each state is different, but there are usually laws that say that doctor's offices need to keep their records for their patients for a certain length of time. Sometimes that's three years, sometimes that's five or seven. I don't know if I've seen anything longer than about 10 years. And in some ways, we are our best insurance against record retention. For example, I saw a specialist 20 years ago, and I'm now working on following up from that and getting continued care. However, I've reached out to the hospital system in which that specialist was part of, and they don't have the records from my visit 20 years ago, because the record retention is only seven years or or so, or whatever it is. But because my parents made a concerted effort when I was young, to preserve those records i am able to have a copy of that record for myself right now and i'm able to share it with the specialist that i'm going to be seeing and that allows them to better understand what happened even 20 years ago now they couldn't go back through and contact that provider they might not even be practicing right now they might be retired or something but even so, the record retention laws don't support records being kept by healthcare institutions for more than 7 or 10 years or so. So for me, that these records are literal gold in terms of my healthcare story. And they document findings and thoughts from very well-trained individuals. And I want to keep that for myself it's not always gonna be possible to go back and request those records from a doctor. We often can in the short term, but in the long term, those records may not stay around. I will note that the onset of digital and electronic record systems are changing that in many ways where the electronic records can be kept easier for longer periods of time. But for paper records, that's not always possible. And one last way that I believe that records are important for us as patients and individuals is it allows us to possibly reverse engineer our family story. Now, when I talk about that, I, I think about how there are many different conditions that have a genetic component to it, where we have genes that cause us to be predispositioned in, many, in one way or another to getting a certain condition. But we're not the first person to have that gene, that allele, that might give us an increased risk of something. That gene, that allele, came from one of our parents. It came from a grandparent. And likely others in our family have that as well. Extrapolation isn't always perfect, and it's not always easy or even possible, But by knowing our own story and our own medical records, we can then say, oh, I had this condition, but then, wait, my parents did, or one of my grandparents did, or, hey, I have a cousin that has that as well, or something like it. I can start piecing together this family story, and even if you don't have a lot of genealogical or family history information, you can still piece together a lot, simply by knowing more about you. Ultimately, if you find information about your medical records and you want to get medical care or, or ask questions about it, you will need to talk to your doctor, your doctor, a licensed medical practitioner, because they will be most empowered and able to help you. That's not something I can do. However, What I can do is help empower you with knowledge. And that is my goal with this mini-series. That is the goal with this podcast episode. And that is the goal of what I am hoping to do more and more, is help others understand their records so that they can, so that you can, get the most out of them. So, main takeaway. Medical records are important. They are created by doctors for many reasons, all of which... Are related to the care that they provide to you as a patient. Medical records are also important for you as a patient for many reasons, the least of these being how medical records show and document parts of your health story, which is an important part of your life story. If you want to hear more about this, if you want to keep learning about medical records and how you can benefit from them, I invite you to sign up for my Inherited Wellness newsletter delivered into your email inbox on a weekly basis. Sign up at inheritedwellness.substack.com. You can also find it at my website, inherited-wellness.com, and all of these links will be in the show notes. As you dive into your records, I hope that you don't find yourself swimming in the deep end. But with help and empowered with knowledge, I hope that you can succeed in your personal health journeys, wherever it may take you. Thank you for joining me today on the Inherited Wellness Podcast. If you enjoyed this, please share it with a friend. I look forward to you joining me next time, and until then, be well.